Well, we're about to start again, and we plan to just flow. Tell your neighbor we're going to flow. If you have a watch on, I, I suggest you just take your watch off it if it will disturb you. Put it in your pocket, sit on it, and tell the time that, look, I'm in charge of you. Time was made for man, not man for time. So today, dear, is that okay? Hallelujah. Well, we're about to move into our main session for today. Hallelujah. Amen. For the first part of our day, our speaker is ready. I wonder if you are ready. I'm just waiting for people to settle down because I'm still seeing a lot of movement. I'm just waiting for you to settle down. Wow. Well, our speaker this morning, I'm, I'm still thinking about how to, how to introduce him. I'm thinking about where to come from. There are so many things I could say, but I'm going to start from, because this is the Art of Evangelism Conference, I'll start from there. But first of all, let's recognize the presence of Bishop Charles Amu with us this morning from Asopa, the elephant of Kumasi, and our own Bishop Patrick, who was with us here last night, is also here yesterday. Amen. Our speaker today is somebody who my husband and I consider ourselves blessed to call a friend, a friend indeed. Amen. He is a minister of the gospel par excellence. Somebody who carries the anointing of the Father with him. Amen. He carries the anointing for building, the anointing for building large churches. Hallelujah. He carries with him the anointing for winning souls. Um, you may not know it, but he also has his own crusade, the Greater Love Crusade. And he carries the spirit of the Father with him. Maybe what he's best known for is assisting the prophet on the Healing Jesus platform. Hallelujah. You know, when you hear our father say, Dr. Ago, what is this? And you hear an answer. He'll come inside and say, it is spongilosis of this. <laughs> he is the pastor <laughs> of the Makane Church in Accra, the chairman of one of the denominations. Above all, he's a lover of God. I want you to stand to your feet this morning. Giving honor to whom honor is due. Help me to bring to this international pulpit the ministry of the Son of the Father, Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Oh, I'm not hearing you well. I'm not hearing you well. I'm not hearing you well. Come on, give it up, give it up for the Lord. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's clap our hands for the instrumentalists. Let your hand clap be louder. And um, it's, it's a great joy to be here today. I've seen pictures of this expansion and extension and um, it's a blessing to stand in it I, I like the rustic feel very powerful I mean I, I'm hoping you wouldn't need to do anything else to, to this and just be building but clap your hands for your woman pastor your woman pastor Ooh. Oh, let your hand clap be louder for her. Sister Joy, we bless God for your life. And uh, I think that you, you are a major problem for ladies in ministry because, I mean, if you were not there, then we'll all accept that women do this. They do ministry up to this point. And the men are doing this. But you have come to shatter the paradigm. You have, you have, you have shattered and scattered the paradigm. And we bless God for your life. We pray for health and strength and life. For you to touch many more lives touch the lives of your grandchildren great-grandchildren and uh, bless our children as well so it's a beautiful blessing to see this i've been here before when you were in that hall and i seen this is a blessing and uh, another hand clap to who i'll call the convener of this conference I also want to salute her covering and her head, the amazingly anointed Bishop Patrick Bruce. I love him very much, and um, I like the way he even relates with me. Because we are not classmates. We went to the same school. I think when I was in Form 1, he had finished upper six, I think. And yeah, so, no, he, he's, he's just handsome, that's all. So you won't know that, yes, he's, he's handsome. So people like that, you are not sure where they are coming from. But we thank God for the ministry that has blessed you with. Was it last year I came here? To your conference last year sometime i was privileged to stand behind this pulpit and i learned a lot so let's clap our hands for bishop patrick bishop charles amon is also here bless god for your life and uh, his new cathedral is coming up just just mark time give me a few weeks and you see an ultra modern avant-garde cathedral right here in Kumasi 
and I want to also bless God for our visiting preacher, Bishop Fred. I was watching him yesterday online, and I was very blessed with the practical message he brought to us all and the revelation about the elder brother. I said, Wow, may I not be an elder brother? I pray somebody who has the father's estate but does not have his estimate of a soul i mean i mean that, that that's 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 beautiful and uh, god bless you and your wife god bless you i see let's clap our hands for our pastors head pastors men of god and the wives women of god who are here god bless you says god bless you and uh, we believe that God is going to be very good to us. A special person I want to acknowledge at this time is my father, my prophet. I pray that we all, by the time our ministries are over, we would have caught some doses of the anointing he carries. Amen. And uh, I believe that as we have this conference, his presence is here. Amen. His anointing is here. And as we share fellowship, the impartations will be impartations that will be unique to that of Bishop Dagiwad Mills. Especially when it comes to evangelism. And as Bishop Fred was sharing yesterday, God has used him to blaze a trail in Africa. And uh, it, will, it will help you to admire it. It will help you to desire it. In fact, it will help you to see it, first of all. Because there are many things you see people doing that you think is easy until you try it. And um, carrying trucks, trailers, 40 or so and more vehicles crossing borders. You know, sometimes actually literally making roads before they enter a city or a nation you may think it's easy till you take a car one car one little micra to cross a border <laughs> and you see that it's not a small thing so let's clap our hands and appreciate honor and celebrate bishop dagwood mills clap your hands and let's bless god for his life Let's bless God for his life. Let's bless God for his life. Father, we thank you. And we commit this conference. Thank you for the great work you began doing yesterday. Thank you for the amazing vision you have given to Sister Joy Philippe. We thank you for what it will ignite in the hearts of Older pastors, younger pastors,
young men and young women thank you for this great vision i pray that this vision continues on and on till each one is turned into a torch shining the light of the gospel in the various communities villages towns and cities in our world we are grateful lord in jesus name amen you may please be seated what a blessing well i want to thank sister joy again for the blessing to preach in this conference and um, i've got a few sessions um, i would like the person controlling the sound not to sabotage my effort i can sense some an attempt to sabotage the work <laughs> um, but someone should advise him i don't know who he is but advise him that he shouldn't try uh, but i want to um share at this time a very important message that uh, I believe you see, you see this conference is not to win souls this conference this is not a crusade it's not a soul winning outreach but rather to make soul winners out of us amen and so god is speaking whoever comes to stand here to speak is speaking with the mind of god and with the voice of god and i believe that this week god gathered us as pastors head pastors lovers of god believers church workers we were all gathered here to be refocused if we were lenses of cameras i would say that many of us had gone out of focus our images were blurred and God through his servant and handmaiden gathered us here to refocus our lenses so that we see well one of the things that happens to us when we are at something for a long time is that there is a tendency to deviate and there's a tendency to lose the original aim so in the book the good general one of the big chapters in the good general is the selection and the maintenance of the aim ladies and gentlemen we are at war we are at war no matter how comfortable you are in your personal life, 
no matter how cozy your cathedral is, no matter how comfortable your atmosphere is, may I announce to you that we are at war. That is, that we are in a state of emergency. Yes. And I don't begrudge you for having a nice church, a beautiful cathedral, a comfortable ministry. But I want you to know that we are fighting a battle. God called us to fight. And we are not only fighting for our own lives to stay in the ministry, we are also fighting for the souls of the world we are in. It's a two-pronged battle. Fighting for ourselves to remain in it and fighting for the souls and the lives of others. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll tell you something mysterious. That your own longevity, your own existence, and your own establishment in the ministry is based on the attention you pay to the other aspect of the war, which is the fight and the battle for the souls of men. Those who take their eyes off that battle end up jeopardizing their personal lives and ministries. I've said it, and I'm repeating myself. We are fighting for our own lives. As I stand here as a pastor, I'm fighting. I'm fighting to stay in the ministry. I have to be in the ministry. And there are many things fighting me. There are many things. I'm, as I, as, if God opens your eyes to see what I'm wearing, you won't like it. Yes. It's a blood splattered, splattered garment. Yes, splattered with blood. There are holes in it. Because we are receiving bullets, we are receiving arrows, we are receiving all manner of blows. So we are fighting. We are fighting. The singer is fighting to remain in church. The instrumentalists are fighting to overcome the sisters who are proposing to them. Yes. Because some of them, one of, one of the reasons why they don't even play well is that they don't look at the instrument. They are looking around. You may not know that the instrumentalists are at a vantage point to see into the church well. Yes. So, so they are fighting. Everyone is fighting. Your pastor is fighting. The man doing the sound is fighting. You are fighting because there are devils. There are devils after us. Because if you can be eliminated, it means a large section of the war will be lost. Because everybody is strategic. We are all playing a great role in the war effort. But ladies and gentlemen, those who take their eyes off the other dimension of the warfare and only concentrate on themselves, end up losing themselves. Yes, end up losing their ministry. End up losing their personal positions and places in the ministry. So I want to start by sharing with you a vision. 
and I'm reading it verbatim, a vision, which you will find in this very powerful evangelistic book, Make Yourselves Saviors of Men. In this book, a vision by the founder of the Salvation Army. You know Salvation Army? That great church is everywhere in the world. Yes. The founder, the man who founded Salvation Army, called William Booth. He had a series of visions. But there's one vision that Bishop Dagiwad Mills captures in this book. And I'm going to read the vision. And that is the message. And I need you to pay attention because sometimes when you are blind, you need the eyes of someone to go where you want to go. That's why they are blind guides. Yes, some of us, in a thousand years, you may never have the vision I'm about to read. You may not have even dream and dream, a sensible dream like this. All your dreams are about cows wearing dark glasses chasing you. A mouse with a walking stick warning you. A snake laughing at you. All types of cartoon, cartoon, cartoon dreams. So, so, so in a certain sense, you are blind. In a certain sense, you are blind. And we need to see. We need to see. Yeah. And what we need to see as pastors is not the speakers and keyboards and our large crowds. God needs to lift our eyes above our congregations to have another view. Yes. One of the one of the determinants of the value of a property is the view where 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 the building is situated and what you can see depending even on the floor the floor you, you you'll be surprised that the price of the 10th floor is different from the price of the of the of the first floor because what you can see gives value to the property it's called the view. So if you don't have the view, your value drops. And some of us as pastors don't have the view. Yes. So your, your, your ministry is a diminutive miniature of the exact size. It's, a, it's just a small fraction. What you have, there are pastors today whose ministries are, are, are like the dwarf of a giant. And what you have could have been big. What you have could have been great. But you lack the view. So the value of your ministry has depreciated. What people are clapping for you for, It's only because they don't know what you were called to do. If God were to show them your real ministry, they won't clap for you. They'd rather say shame on you. Yes. They'd rather say shame on you. But because, because we lack the view, something very little and mundane occupies us. And we are so much 
you know, absorbed into things that are totally unnecessary. You know, one of the, one of the powerful books you will need to look at is uh, the mega church. The mega church. If you look at the first chapter, which gives reasons why a pastor should have a mega church. One of the reasons in that, in, in that chapter is that a lot of pastors feel that the work has been done. You know, your hall is full. Or you can pay yourself. Or you can pay your children's school fees. Ministry is not done to pay school fees. As a ministry is not done for salary. And many of us feel that once our salary is okay, we can pay ourselves, buy shoes for our wives, pay our children's school fees, buy some things for our children, we are okay. So a lot of pastors are already deceived that the ministry, the work has been done. Why? Because they don't have the view. So today, I myself don't have the view. Just like you. The vision I'm about to read, I've not had such a vision before. But thank God that you can use somebody's eyes to see. Job was, was, was eyes to the blind. So I'm reading the vision of William Booth. And I believe today that as I read this vision, it will stir up something in you. Yes. Because, you see, I want to say something I've said another way. Our churches we are pastoring shouldn't be the sizes they are now. I mean, look out there. Our churches... Those of you who are center leaders, home cell leaders, the leader of a choir, a choir. I don't know. I, I don't know how your mind works. That the pastor should give you people to sing. Then why are you a leader? Because a leader of a choir is not just to be teaching songs. You are to lead the choir to growth. Because every group in the church is supposed to be an agent of growth in the church. So the choir is small because the leader doesn't have a view. The view. The, the view. Where you are, when you open your windows, you only see a wall. But some people, when they open their windows, they see lush vegetation, mountain views, mountains and rivers. Receive a view for your life. I said receive a view for your life instrumentalists by this time all of you who are playing instruments by this time you should be sitting at the back behind watching your instrumental your, your sons and your daughters playing yes how long have you been playing the keyboard how long is it, is it three months about five months you've been playing the keyboard for, for how many months six years where are the people you have brought into the church? I'm preaching. Where are the people you have brought into the church to also train? To also train. So for six years, what have you done? 
How many, how many keyboardists in the church can point you and say, that is my father in music ministry. That's my father. He went out, he found me, he brought me to the church. And without the pastor's knowledge, he himself shepherded me, taught me about salvation. Uh, don't forget that you are a Christian first. Though. If all you are doing in life is playing a keyboard or playing drums, I mean, all you are doing in life or in the church is playing drums, then you are not different from, 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 from a drama for steel pulse or, or Bob, Marley's, uh, uh, Bob Marley and the Wailers. I mean, if all you are doing, look, if you are playing a keyboard, you, it means that you should also be able to win a soul. Raise and establish the person in the Lord. And also bring the person up in what you are doing. But what, what, what do we see today? You are all sitting here looking for beloveds. I shouldn't preach. I should stop preaching. All right, then it's okay. Please come for the things. It's okay. It's okay. So, because of you, a section, I mean, by this time, you should have four, five, four, four, five. Like, all of you together should, should, should have about 50 people in the church who only exist as the music part of the church. The music part is they are not into they are not even into singing they are not into uh, centers it's just the musicians but they are also Christians. So I'm saying that if all you do is to play the keyboard, then you are not different or the bass guitar. Then you are not different from a homosexual sessionist for 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 a band in a hotel in town. The difference between you and that person should be that you are into, into soul winning and establishing of souls. So I'm saying that, you see, if you look at this side and all these empty chairs which are there, the chairs are empty because of you. You are the reason why those chairs are empty. I've been given a time to preach. So, so time has failed me to, to, to single out sisters in the choir who should have used their singing to also establish people. The choir should be able to go out and win souls and bring them to the church, establish them. The choir is growing. But you are all in the church singing, polish your face and standing there looking for beloved. <laughs> And still, there's no beloved. You have permed your hair. You have gelled your hair. You have cut your hair. You have permed here and done rasta here. Still. Because, because the choir, which should have also been, been, been an agent of the growth of the church, is just there singing and looking for husbands. Why? Why am I saying all this? All these are happening because we, where, where we are, there's no view. There is no view. There's no view. 
Why you chose to stay? When you open your windows, you only see gutters and muddy water. There's no view. That's why God sent me to read this for you to have a better view. A better view. That when you draw your curtains, there must be something better you are seeing. Better than 20 sickly members in your center. Better than 15 singers who don't know what they are about. Better than a church which is half empty and the pastor is wearing rings on all his fingers as if he's a rapper. No, there's nothing in your church. Nothing in your church. It's just, there's nothing there. Because you've lost the view. You don't, you don't have a view. So I'm here today to, 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 to move you from the basement to the 15th floor. To see what you must see. Yes. That's why God, an angel in Revelations 4, told John. In Revelations 1, 2, and 3, he had written letters to the churches. But in Revelations 4, a voice spoke like the voice of a trumpet and told him, come up here. Come up, up. Because you see, based on the floor you are at, you, you won't see some things. When he moved up, what he saw, he had never seen before in the first three chapters. He saw a throne. He saw beings. There is always something that happens when you move higher. Today, I'm moving you higher. I said, today, I'm changing your floor. I said, you are moving from 10th floor to 100th floor. You are moving from basement to 28th floor. You are moving from 6th floor to 60th floor. You need to move up. He said, come up. He said, I heard as it were of a trumpet talking with me. And we said, come up hither. Can I have another translation? Come up. Come up here. That is, I am somewhere. God is talking to you. An angel is talking to you. And the angel is standing on a floor. And you are also down there below somewhere. Thinking you are, I mean, by the time Revelation 3 was over, John felt that he was a main revelator. Main man. Letters to seven churches. That's not a small thing. Read it and see. Deep revelations. Warnings. Admonitions. But there was something higher than letters to seven churches. There was something higher. And when he came up in, from, from chapter 4, to the end, it was like a movie. It was like a Hollywood blockbuster movie. So today, God is moving you higher. Yes. Your behavior in the church, your behavior as a pastor, your attitude as a pastor is directly because of what you are seeing. If only your view can change. If only your view can change, your, 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 your life, your attitude will change. Because we are all a product of what we see and what we hear. In this vision, and I'm reading from the fifth chapter of this book, Make Yourself Saviors of Men. He saw, that is William Booth, he saw a dark and stormy ocean. Very dark ocean. There were black clouds hanging heavily over the sea. So a dark ocean and black clouds are hanging over the ocean. Very eerie. Every now and then, there were vivid flashes 
of lightning and thunder. When the winds moaned, the waves rose and foamed and dipped and rose again. So the waves just up and down, bobbing up and down, and flashes of lightning, dark black. Indeed, anyone who has been in the wild ocean before will know that this is a truly dangerous and deadly place to be. In that ocean, he saw myriads of poor human beings plunging, floating, shouting, shrieking, and cursing, and struggling and drowning. A lot of people struggling for their lives, cursing, shouting, moaning, agony in the water, drowning. And as these poor souls cursed and shrieked, they rose and shrieked again and then sank into the water to rise no more. So you hear them shouting and shrieking. Up. Then the person goes down and doesn't come up again. And some are foaming, struggling. Have you had a dream like this before? Have you had a dream like this before? Your last dream was it not somebody putting a bamboo ring on your finger? And the pastor was saying that he doesn't understand why the ring is not gold but it's bamboo. Listen, this is this is a, I'm giving a view. Suddenly, he saw in the midst of this dark and angry ocean, a mighty rock, beautiful, clap your hands, a mighty rock. That rose up like a mountain in the midst of the sea, beautiful. Around this great rock was a platform Unto which some of the poor, struggling, drowning wretches were continually climbing out of the angry ocean. William Booth says that he was delighted to see the platform. Of course, you'll be delighted in the midst of, I mean, a dark, eerie, dangerous sea. People drowning, shouting, foaming, cursing. Then out of it comes a solid structure. A rock, a mountain. Who wouldn't be happy? So some poor guys managed to be near that rock and were climbing out of that danger. William Booth says that he was delighted to see the platform which was being used as a point of salvation for the struggling souls in the sea. As he continued to observe this, the scene in the ocean, this is William Booth, he noticed some amazing things which reveal a lot about our behavior today. 
Number one. Saviors of men. He noticed that a number of those who were already safe on the platform were helping the poor creatures still in the angry waters to reach the same place of safety. So let's say this is the sea and I have managed to come up here or somebody has managed to come up the rock. Then because I have something solid to stand on, I just come and I hold. So this is a savior of men. Because this guy is drowning. He's foaming. He's cursing. He's, he's, he's dying. So help him. Come. Say one soul. One soul saved. Thank you. Oh, I didn't see that as a bishop. Sorry. What can I call a man of God? So these were the things going on. Of course, as that one soul was up, there were so many drowning, dying, cursed, many of them. Number two. So there were saviors of men. And then number two, organizers of salvation. He found a number of those who had been rescued planning and organizing ladders ropes rafts boats and any other equipment that they could use to effectively save some of the poor struggling creatures from the sea so some were pulling and some were also organizing like this conference we are organizing ropes and ladders and rafts and boats that's a that's what we are doing now. We are organizing boats. Number three, self-sacrifice. Self-sacrifice. He also noticed that there were some of the saved people who actually jumped into the water. Remember, so far, nobody has jumped into the water. I was pulling somebody. The rest were organizing ladders and calling carpenters to make ladders and boats. But this time, there were people who would jump, who actually jumped into the water, regardless of all consequences. And I declare that after this conference, you are going to be one of those who will jump into the water. Yes. Receive that energy, receive that vision, receive that passion to jump into the water. I'm reading. The sight of the people being saved and the sight of those sacrificial saviors delighted William Booth greatly. Number four. Most had forgotten. William Booth also noticed that although all those on the platforms had been rescued from the sea, at one time or the other nearly everyone seemed to have forgotten about it the memory of the dangerous sea no longer troubled them the fact that people on the platform did not have any agonizing care for the poor perishing ones that were drowning before their very eyes was the most difficult scene to behold that you are it's like 
you are seeing people drowning, but it's like there's a block. You blocked. You know, I, I'm not seeing it. Indeed, many of the drowning and struggling creatures in the sea were friends, husbands, or wives, mothers, sisters, brothers, and even children of those rescued already. So somebody is rescued. His brother is in the sea, but he, he, he's, he, he's blocked. He's blocked his, 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 his mind. Some of you are in relationships. Not, I'm not talking about marital relationships. I mean all manner of relationships with people who are not born again. Because this guy is going to hell. But it's almost like, it's like you, you have dissociated salvation from that person's life. That it's only maybe when I go here that I, I can talk to somebody about Christ. So you are with that person, your son, your mother, your father, your friend, your brother, your wife, your husband. But that subject of rescuing the person doesn't seem to apply to this person. You've forgotten. You've forgotten. Number five, many were unconcerned. The next amazing thing to behold was the fact that the people on the platform were aware of what was happening in the sea. There were two reasons for this. First of all, they were living on the platform in full view of the struggling, drowning souls in the water. Secondly, those on the platform regularly went to hear lectures in which the awful state of the poor drowning creatures was described so so you were either seeing them or you were in a lecture or you were being told somehow by 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 somebody that people are drowning but they were unconcerned today many of us are in this category you can see people drowning Maybe I should go back. You see, number one was saviors of men. Number two, organizers of salvation. But as I read, you yourself should put your, your own self in one of them based on your relationship with somebody you know. Number three, self-sacrifice. Number four, most had forgotten. So, so, so some people were living their lives as if that reality wasn't there. It's like there's nothing like somebody is lost. There's nothing like that. Like, like one great man of God I was watching on YouTube said that when you meet somebody who doesn't go to church, you don't confront the person with a message on or message about blood and cross and nails. You don't talk about that. You rather must present a message about the kingdom riches, the blessings. Because when you meet somebody who is not born again and you confront the person with blood, you frighten the person. I watched it with my own three eyes. So, so most had forgotten. It's almost like there is, a, there is what we call amnesia either deliberate 
or post-prosperity, there's something called post-traumatic amnesia. Like somebody can, you can slap somebody, the person can forget his own name. Post-traumatic amnesia. Somebody can have an accident, become unconscious. When he wakes up, he doesn't remember this one, my mother. Meanwhile, this is father. He, he sees him as some, some, his uncle. So he doesn't know him. There are marriages which have to start again. In fact, the man will say, I can't marry because I do, you are a stranger to me. I don't know you. You can read on it. I mean, husband and wife. Oh, I, there was a movie. I, I, I forget the names of the movies. But there was a movie like that. She had an accident when she came to. She, her husband with children. She said, oh, she doesn't know any of this. Yeah, I mean, are human beings? You're also a nice, handsome man. But I don't have love. I don't know you. You are a stranger. So if I must marry, I may not even marry you. And because I, I have to meet other people to choose. Why should I marry you? Because I, there's no history. So we call it a post-traumatic. She had an accident. At least they were parked at a traffic light. And a car, a truck, rammed their back. And I mean, at the end of the day, the woman was hospital. She woke up and couldn't remember anything. Yeah, post, we call it post-traumatic amnesia. But in the church, we have post-prosperity amnesia. Like you prosper so much with your private place, there's money, there's everything. You don't remember, you don't seem to remember that there is something called hell, there's something called the blood, salvation, a soul should be saved. But you can prophesy, you can preach on prosperity and money, but we have never heard you talking about a lost soul. So most had forgotten. Remember. That we can have church. We can enjoy church. Have good music. Good sound. Good everything. Church is nice and air conditioned. Pastor's cars are there gleaming four wheel drives. And that can actually trigger an amnesia for this one. The woman didn't say that the human beings were animals. So you mean that these are human beings that I can marry one. But you, I don't know you as my husband. So most of, most, most of the blocks are for specific people. She had forgotten. Today, pastors have forgotten. Pastors who some time ago were preaching discipleship. Preaching salvation. Good old SU as you standing in front of Christians or uh, new converts and teaching them about salvation, about, about sin, about fellowship, about baptism, about Holy Ghost baptism. Today, we don't hear such messages. You are into some aristocratic diatribes. And I pray. It's nice to see it in somebody. But it could be in you yourself. You could be a pastor who doesn't preach such messages. I mean, when was the last time the word hell? If we are to do a search, like we have last year's messages, 2019, January to December, it's been converted to a word. Somebody has 
typed all your messages into Word. If you have that document and we search for hell in your messages, you won't find that hell will be. Uh, what's that thing that comes? No results. <laughs> no results. But, but when we search for prosperity, we see many, 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 many sentences. When we search for enlargement, many, many. When we search for money, there's many, many. Or tight, even tight. Dominion. But when we search for hell, the cross, blood, blood, no results. When I say something, you say no result. Blood. No result. The cross. No hell. No Money. No thousand. Put your hand on your heart and say, Father, deliver me. Deliver me from this evil of, forgotten, of, of forgetting the obvious. I see it. It's around me. But somehow, a traumatic event. Some, some of us, our trauma is our prosperity. Somebody's trauma may be a pain of a, maybe a heartbreak. Whatever it is, it triggers a lack of memory. Put your hand on your heart and begin to pray that God will deliver you from this evil. From this evil. Deliver me, Lord. Deliver me, Lord. No pain, no pleasure to block the memory no pain no prosperity because God will bless us oh yes God will bless you you will marry you will buy cars you will have houses he prospers his children but what will it do to you what will it do to you what will it do to you what will prosperity do to you? Pray for yourself. Pastors, pray. Pastors' wives, pray. Lady pastors, pray. Lazy pastors, pray. Shepherds, pray. Instrumentalists, pray. Katabashataya. Rima duzimiande. Pariadas kaduma. Zanda kadaba katababaka. Remina, Remina, Randala Zitoma, Labiande, Labiande, Shondalaba, Ranima Sabababa. Those sitting in front of the computers, pray. Pray. Masabandalababa. Miondisa. I cannot forget. How can you even forget something you are looking at? You are seeing it, but somehow somehow your 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 brain cells cannot process information masatu mayandi randi nama rena zani mala ramama zandalaba rimanina sumana baba may i not forget may i not forget may i not forget lord may i not forget lord pray shadama shadama Sabaduma yande kabaluanda Rama dabadua lamadi masuda Ah 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 Remember you've been rescued You are on the rock You are on the rock Pray Mandala baba 
la papa you seem to have forgotten where you were before you came to church i said remember where you are standing you are on a rock people are in water people are in water pray pray pastors you've been a pastor for 10 years 15 years your church cannot grow and it's because you have forgotten my sister you're on fire now you're on fire now we see your outreaches you are doing well when you marry post marital amnesia you've forgotten oh i don't care ah, what what oh nonsense pray pray remember that the rock we are standing on that rock is not 200 kilometers away it is in the middle of the sea somehow i don't know how but somehow a pastor is capable of forgetting somehow kadumala mayanda radio rimanda i said the rock is in the sea the rock is in the sea when you come out of your room you see souls are drowning cursing forming shrieking somehow you've forgotten amazing how it can happen i don't know but i know of post-traumatic amnesia pray Kadababa. we are praying we are praying that we will not forget marriage will not make you forget a big church will not make you forget money to fly to saudi arabia and czechoslovakia will not make you forget a prophetic ministry will not make you forget we are praying we are praying Malia. Malia. Maluma, Sonima, Yande, Yande, Yandalama, Samanuba, Samanuba, Lido, Abrando Lobosa, Iman Deleba, Lema, Mama, 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 your members are so poor that now you are preaching messages on money and prosperity no messages on salvation you've forgotten pray you have three children so you've forgotten you got a good job you got a good job 
He felt a good job. He felt a good job. Mercy, Lord. Mercy, Lord. Malobo Sande. Mama, 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 Lift your two hands. Lift your two hands. And say after me, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Deliver me. Deliver me. From the curse. From the curse. Of forgetting. Of forgetting. About what I'm seeing. About what I'm seeing. Deliver me. Deliver me. May no pain. May no pain. May no problem. May no problem. May no prosperity. May no prosperity. Block my memory. Block my memory. I always. May I always. Always. Be aware. Aware that there are drowning souls around me. around me. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Never to forget. Never to forget. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands. You may be seated. We are on. Number five. Many were unconcerned. Which is which is which is which is which is different from the people. Who had forgotten? I mean, they, they are there, and it's like that subject is out of the range of their minds. It's beyond the range. But this one I'm about to read were unconcerned. It's like I can see that you are drowning, but I don't care. Yeah. The next amazing thing to behold was the fact that the people on the platform were aware of what was happening in the sea. They were aware. The previous one, it, I, like, I can see, but it's not, it, it's not uh, a lack of salvation. It, it's not God you need. It's not blood you need. It's not the cross you need. You need money. You need to prosper. But this one, you see that the person needs Christ. But my asthma has come. I don't have a job. I've been in the church for 10 years. I can't get a husband. We've done outreaches. It's okay. Somebody should also go and do some. The people on the platform were aware of what was happening in the sea. And there were two reasons why they were not concerned. They could see, but they were not concerned. Two reasons. One, they were all living on the platform in full view of the struggling, drowning souls in the water. They could see them. This guy is drowning. Take it off the screen, please. I'm reading here. I've not called for your help. What type? The help I need, you're not giving it to me. Remove it. Secondly, those on the platform regularly went to hear lectures in which the awful state of the poor drowning creatures were described was described so either they were seen or they could hear they were being told that in, in, even if you can't see people are drowning ah and you, and you understand the english you know that this is your cousin if he dies he's going to hell In spite of these facts, most of the people on the platform were unconcerned. Number six, trading in full view. Trading in full view. Another interesting thing about the 
occupants of the platform was their different occupations. The occupants had occupations, which they carried out in full view of the perishing. Many of them were absorbed day and night in trading. They did their trading to make gain and to store up their savings in boxes and strong rooms. I don't even know where they managed to find boxes on the platform. How they managed to find strong rooms. But they were, they, they, they were more concerned about their business. About their construction business. About their shoe business. About their volume mattress business. About their clinic he's having as a doctor. He's been appointed a pastor, but he doesn't care. That's the churches we are in today. Our churches are full of people who are trading and doing business in full view of the lost. Meanwhile, they have been salvaged. What they don't know is that soon their own salvation on the rock will be compromised. Number seven, growing flowers on the rock. <laughs> growing flowers on the rock. Some of the people on the platform were actually spending their time growing flowers. This is William Booth. You see, it, it, it sounds preposterous. It sounds weird and bizarre. But that is what we are doing in the church. Where flowers cannot grow, we are growing flowers on rocks. A man you cannot marry, you force and marry him because you've lost the vision. Anybody whose mind is on souls, upon, on salvation, on who depends on God to, to win souls, will never involve himself in some ridiculous adventures. Growing flowers. Others were painting pieces of cloth or playing music. It's like people are down, you know, they are shouting, ah, ah, but he doesn't care, he's painting. It's like it, it, the person has actually blocked that sound. Yeah. Some were dressing themselves up in different styles and walking about to be admired. But you see, all, all the things I'm reading all have the backdrop of a black eerie ocean with people drowning waves flashes of lights lightning people drowning and some of these people are your cousins your brothers your sisters your husband your wife your mother and as they are shouting and screaming you are painting Where he's standing, somebody is just ah, Bishop, I'll go take me. And they are shouting. Some of you are growing flowers. 
You, you can understand why when a pastor's church is not growing, you don't need a lecture on, 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 on backsliding or a lecture on, on spirituality. That is what you are looking at. That pastor doesn't care about souls. And some also should know by now your full church is full for another reason. Yeah. The message you are preaching, the rubbish. You know, a lot of people like junk food. Did you know that? A lot of, a lot of these young girls sitting here, a lot of them can't cook. They know how to cook. They can't cook, won't cook, shan't cook, couldn't cook, won't cook. Just Indomie, the, the Indomie generation. The what? The what? The Indomie generation. No results. No results. They know nothing. I'm preaching. And they are just there. They are just there. Calmly dissociated. When you see a choir, which is always six members, always 16 members, some are depressed, some are happy, some are advertising their, their figure. No, no matter the dress, no matter the costume the choir is wearing, no matter the costume, some are still able to cut a figure-hugging silhouette. I'm preaching. No matter what, there's one sister there, the hips and the things and the that and the It's like they've lost. Look, a choir. What you may not know is that we don't need singers to preach. At least I don't need a singer to preach. No, I don't need a singer to preach. I don't need a singer to make a point. I don't need a singer to make a point. And also, I personally, I'm also a talented solo artist anyway. But aside that, I don't need. We have choirs in the churches so that the choirs can become nidus of growth. Focal point around which members can gather and grow. We are not, but, but, but don't you know that you don't even sing well? Or, or nobody has told you that your singing is bogus? We have kept you on the stage so that more people who don't even appreciate music who don't know what good sound is will just come and stand there three will come today one will come every group in the church is a focal point for growth every group every treasurers treasurers all this was done in full view of the poor struggling creatures that were drowning in the water all around them. Number eight. 
arguments on the rock. Yeah. Some of the people on the platform were taken up with arguing about the poor drowning creatures. The arguments had to do with what would become of them in the future. Such a silly argument. So what has that got to do? The guy is dying on, and you are arguing about what will become of them. Is it, that is symptomatic or, or it's, it's a reflection or represent, represent the useless arguments. Pastors are in a city. They don't talk because a curtain seller moved from my church to your church. Curtains. A seller of curtains. You see a choir is singing. Everybody is singing nicely. They are moving in unison. The rhythm. Everything is nice. But the two sisters in front, they don't talk. But you will know that even as they are singing, they are doing Bluetooth quarreling. They are quarreling by Bluetooth. Bluetooth. So you see, they are singing. Or two soloists. One will sing. Once she finishes, she will hand over the microphone. Sister Shawanda sings. Once she finishes, she will, she will hand it over to Lady Jezebel. And they don't talk. But you will know. You will never know that these girls are quarreling about the former choir leader who left and went to the other branch. He proposed to this one first. And that this one used rice water and bread to collect him. Rice water and bread. Arguments, useless. Pastors are arguing. Instrumentalists are arguing that you didn't, you didn't feel me. I didn't play in the first service. And when the service was bigger, you called Amos. And in the smaller meeting, you brought Gabriel. And media, they always call me when they are, they are evening services. I'm never asked to play the keyboard in the morning because me, I don't play well. Oh, then you can't. As he's playing <laughs> like a pig. Arguments on the rock. We are on the rock. And always, no matter what I'm, I say, I wish there was a background movie. Muted. A picture of the sea bobbing black, dark ocean with people screaming. And we are there quarreling. No, he proposed to me first. Proposed to me first. Proposed to me first. It's mine. It's yours. It's mine. It's mine. And even any guy that you find yourself quarreling with somebody about, isn't the correct guy? If you must, if you are a lady and you must quarrel with somebody, another lady about a guy that he proposed to me first or he's been coming to you too much or he, he likes your food and you, why, why do you give him rice water? I was giving him jollof rice and you, you, you knew that it's, it's rice water which is his weakness and you brought it up. That guy is not worth quarreling over. And the background is there. Souls are screaming. People are dying. And we are in the church. Arguing. And when you take your eyes off and you see that the church is a man of God. He has two, two rings. He has two chains. He has curled his hair. He's wearing elephant skin shoes. But the church has never grown. The church is some useless, useless. It's, the pastor himself is useless. Bogus. 
I said, from today, don't, don't ascribe any other reason to a church which doesn't grow, a choir which doesn't grow, or instrumentalists which are the same. Like, like if I, God willing, by the grace of God, if I'm alive in five years' time and, and I happen to be, to, to, be, to, to, be, to be invited here in five years' time, will you still be here? Who, who, who will be playing? Forget about that you are in the university or you finish. Let's say you are all living in Kumasi, you are working. Will there be other people playing or it will still be you with, with, with bigger beards? Arguments. Arguments. Pastors, don't talk. It gets worse. Even the, the women who quarrel, but we know that after the women, they are emotional and sensational. But you see, male pastors, they don't talk. Meanwhile, they're not pastoring one church. He has his church. He has his church. But because of his wife's cousin's house help, who went and said something to his son's daughter's wife. And we are arguing. And the souls are screaming. And we are there arguing. He's mine. Why should you give him rice water? Why do you add bread? I normally it's say you add. When I finish this dream, I'll finish for this session. We are going to pray. You pray until something changes in your heart. You pray until your madness is healed. I say what? You pray until what? Until your madness is healed. You pray. We are going to pray. We are going to pray that no pain. Problems. You think you're the only one with problems? Come around. We will we'll tell you ours. How we got to stand here to preach. Come around. It's because you don't talk to people. That's why you think that yours is the only problem. Meanwhile, yours is, it is two weeks old that you can't find one. Two weeks, you can't find one. And what you don't know is that that wig you can't find is God who removed it because when you wear it, you look like a tomato seller. And you don't know. I shouldn't preach it. Okay. Uh, Sister Joy, come for the microphone. Can you imagine people are drowning and we are here, two bishops. We are arguing about the future of the past. I mean, does it, but it's happening. It's happening. That I have got a microphone. I've got speakers. I've got a fan. He doesn't have, he has some, but his is not as powerful as mine. But he has a platform and a good choir. We cannot come together in this city together we are pastors we can't come together and say the two of us are having a crusade hey and we are arguing about what my wife said to your wife and my child had it and since my child had it he doesn't pass maths bizarre is a word that, that comes to my mind I said, I, I, I want to finish quickly. Oh, wow. We'll pray. 
We'll pray. What? What are we going to pray about? That your madness will be healed. What are we going to pray about? What is the prayer topic? That your madness will be healed. Are you his wife? Your madness will be healed. Yes. Your madness will be healed. If you were a certain wife of a certain type of pastor, if you yourself were spiritual, even the Bible says that two are better than one. Why are two better than one? Why are two better than one? When one falls, one will raise the So even if the man is backsliding, he's, he's falling, he's not, you know, but you, the spiritual one, should be able to hold him, pray for him, that my husband is losing his love for souls. He's only into prophecies. He's only into word of knowledge. He's only into colors of panties and number plates and passport numbers. That is what you exist in his life for. Not to be sitting in front as a first lady wearing your hat and receiving greetings. I can't wait. I feel like we should pray. I, I can smell madness. You know when somebody is mad, he has a, a scent. Lunat, very, if you go to your mental hospital, the scent there is different from, let's say, fever unit or ulcers ward or uh, diabetics. When people are in, there's something. They renew themselves. They are pooping on themselves. There's a particular smell you don't get in other words. And I can smell it here. Yeah. This looks like a mental hospital to me. And I myself am part of the patients. Yeah. I'm not saying that you are mad. But we are all mad. It's mutual. <laughs> you, you are not mad. <laughs> if you are not mad, show me your church. Show me for how many years you've been at this church. Please, I don't want to start. People are drowning. You see, this, this, this is a real vision because the things are wonderful. That somebody is sinking. And people, two men, who can rescue them, are arguing about the future. It's like very, very bizarre. You wonder, no, no, well, they, they must be mad. It, 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 it's madness. They must be mad. Bizarre is the word. And I think there's a French word also called bizarre. French word bizarre is bizarre. Mm. Please sit down. Let's, let's go. We need to end. My time is up. Number nine. Religious ceremonies on the rock. You might as well use it. Uh, those of you looking for names for the church you want to start because you, you're an orangu you want to break away you can use this name because there's a house on the rock yours can be religious ceremonies on the rock international grace of god incorporated church of god religious ceremonies on the rock international whilst beholding the stragglers in the sea some of the people on the platform 
contented themselves with holding curious religious ceremonies. By carrying out these ceremonies, they felt content that they had performed their duty to the perishing creatures. So today we are in the church. We have moved on from communion drinking to oil drinking. We are now into polishing of shoes. The prophets now. They said tomorrow bring polish. You polish the left shoe. Then the following day, you bring 5,000 to polish the right shoe. Until the right shoe is polished, your life will, not, will never be good. We must polish this one. But you must bring 2,000 to polish this one. Yeah. When the church, the church that we must preach, no one that the Bible, I tell you, look, it's like, it's like, instead, of, instead, of, instead of my house being a house of prayer, you have turned it into a house of merchandise. Nigeria, we say merchandise. Merchandise. And it's true. Today, pastors are selling water, oil, soap, sand, salt. I mean, we might as well call it a supermarket. And the souls is there. Look at it. Religious ceremonies. Do this. Crawl. We see, we've done it so much now that the unbelievers are now even adding things we've not done. <clears throat> like the latest one of the pastor whose church member he's praying, he's, he's shaving, is he shaving or he's doing something? He's saving the girl. So he has to remove her panties. Blue, is it blue? Blue or sea blue? Is it sea? Or lilac? <laughs> She removes the panties and the and meanwhile it is a movie. A movie somebody has just clipped and it's now like like it's 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 it's, 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 it's now using to if you're a pastor no like are you a pastor sir? Oh then he's one of them. Yeah. So now soon we'll not be called reverend this or pastor called shaver Amos oh, or say Shaver Fred, not we are in the church. Meanwhile, we've not done that, but you see, the thing is that we we ourselves have become so bizarre. Can you can you dress a priest in Roman Catholic cassock and let him play that role like a, a Roman father saving? Roman Catholic, no. They have to dress him up like you, because you are the one doing it. Not the Roman Catholic fathers. Yeah. It may not be true, but you are doing something bizarre already. And always, unfortunately, we have biblical, you know, you know anything... Any, any nonsense you want to do, you can find some reference. Oh, but Jesus also, he spat on the ground and he did whatever it is, he put on the eye. So if Jesus can spit, why can't he? If he is even spitting, I'm using oil. Jesus is using, he's, he's spitting. I mean, pow! <laughs> with the corona and all. Mixing with sun. If Jesus can do that, what is wrong with me using shaving stick? 
and it goes on and on and on and on and on and on last week a pastor a priest in america he was found having sex on the altar i won't mention the name of the church it's in the news with two prostitutes i i, I wish it was even one i don't know whether he was wearing a, a collar on that day just a, a few days not even a week in america new york so somebody heard some noise i'm saying that we are already doing bizarre things anyway because we will not do what is right and once your eyes go off the original aim you now descend into into help me with english you went to a good school bizarre is the way i can't find any other way when you take when a pastor takes his eyes off souls that he's not in soul winning you can't imagine what he can do i i i'm not there are things we hear from friends and there are things we ourselves see i myself i have watched a pastor preaching in church and the, the message was about vitamins and vegetables I not I'm not I'm not joking because listen what you may not know is that the road which leads to life is a narrow road and we pastors must stay on that narrow road like this one and a half feet tile that's how it is you it's narrow not many options win souls talk to them about the Lord Pray for them, preach the gospel. That's all. Now, when you step out, blue panties, you, you, are, now, you are now in town. The message title was Vitamins. So, with, like, this is, I, I don't know well, I don't know whether to say Vitamin A goes with lettuce and celery, and Vitamin B goes with wheat. Church and the pastor is a charismatic, big time pastor. Not an unknown is. I know that's Sunday morning, but the church service. Carrots and cucumbers. You, you add it, you supplement it with vitamin D. Are you asking me in church? It's not a special, like a week-long nutritional. It's a church service with verses. Yeah. And they can find verses in the Old Testament. Pastors know how to find contumbre, the word contumbre in numbers. <laughs> contumbre in numbers. Yeah, contumbre. Say bizarre. You become bizarre. He was caught. The altar. That, that church, they don't use pulpits. They use altars. Yes. Altar. And then somebody f- f- could hear some noise. And it was late in the night. So they, they, they are thieves here. So he managed to speak through. What should he see? Reverend with two prostitutes on the altar. Styles. The guy watched that for two hours before he went to report. 
That one is not part of it. I, I, I just added it. <laughs> he went to report to the, the fire service or police. They came to arrest him. They arrested and the charge was not because he was defiling the, the, the policeman doesn't know defiling but, but it was a public act he was doing something it's a public something too public enough for someone to see that's what we are doing in our churches we're not having sex on the altar but the things we are doing are bizarre because because the original aim i mean this is a rock and we are it's not like the the the, the water is is a pancrono we are here what is this place i we, the rock is here. You look at this one. This one is drowning. And you have to bizarre ceremonies. Bizarre. A way of dancing. A way of drinking. A way of doing this. This, that. Those who do this. You see, you have to bow. Useless. And the souls are drowning. Then comes number 10. The higher platform. Listen to this one. William Booth. Now look more closely. And notice that some of the people. Who had come onto the rock. Had discovered a path. That led to a higher platform. Away from the black clouds. And stormy ocean. From that higher platform. They expected to be carried away one day. To the mainland. Those on this higher platform pass their time away with pleasant thoughts, congratulating themselves on their good fortune in being rescued from the stormy oceans. They sang songs about happiness that they would experience when taken to the mainland. It's like as they were on the rock, saved though, they were looking for a higher rock. And the higher platform. The higher you, they went, the, the more they moved away from the sound of the crying people. Some of you, your life, the things you are seeking, the things which are drawing you, they are moving you further and further and further away from the, from the, from the moaning and crying sounds of the drowning masses. And you, the more you move, the more your life becomes very wonderful that they are as people are drowning they are congratulating themselves well done well done then they organize a choir let's uh, someone should compose a song about where we are going and then we come songs useless today what what what, what songs are we singing in the church take the hymns take the hymns take a hymn book Ditto, ditto verses in the Bible. And what are we singing in the church? Too much sauce. Too much sauce. Too much sauce. Too much sauce. What sauce? I don't know what sauce. Which sauce? Steel sauce. Or too much sauce. Good, 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 good. Too much sauce. Good, good, good. Too much sauce. Good, 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 good. Too much sauce. Good, good. I'm ending. I'm ending. I pray. Look, any job you have, 
any peace of mind you have, any prosperity you have, any, anything that moves you away from the agonizing cry of the drowning soul, it's not the will of God for you. It's not the will of God for you. Any job that makes it difficult for you to hear, any job which puts you in a capsule and insulates you from the sound of the, of, of the agonizing, drowning soul, it's not the will of God for you. And I'm talking to you. Because right now you, are, you don't have a job. That's why you are in church. Soon, MTN will employ you. Tigo will employ you. Soon, even your church itself will become so nice, so nice that you will, you, 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 you will <laughs> I don't want to say some things. Be careful. I said, any lifestyle that insulates you from the moaning, groaning, agonizing cry of the lost soul, that job is not the will of God for you. If you ever marry a man who doesn't guide your heart into the things of God, the heartbeat of God, soul winning, that marriage is not the will of God. I don't care whether he makes tea for you. Does he make tea for you in the morning? He makes tea. You two make some tea once a while. Once a while, tea. As if, as if I'm doing it. <laughs> Shelly! Watch out! You can prosper to a point where you don't hear the, 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 even, even the cry of God. God cries. He's crying. He looked for a man. You are so blessed. You are so blessed. You set up four laps. Oduma Sekrobo. Yes, and was Ejisu. One in Accra. Now you are going to Tamale. It's like you are going on and on. It was some time ago, you were the leader of the teachers and follow-up in the church. Your prosperity is carrying you away. Watch out. One day, they will gather your bones and flesh together into a box and bury you. Be careful. I know I'm preaching. I'm preaching. I'm just reading. It's in the book. Those of you, your dream is to have a husband who goes on cruises with you. First of all, you are a foolish girl. First of all, but the more serious thing is that you are going to be, you will get lost. You won't find yourself. Okay, one day you will not, you will not, you, you will not be able to identify yourself in front of a mirror. Is that me? Yes, it's you. Because your appetite drove you into the wild. Brothers, 
don't look for a girl who is into dress. One of them on the platform, they were just dressing. Did you hear it? Did you hear it? Changing dressing and walking about to be seen. And we see it in the church. Young man, believe God to have to marry a woman like Sister Joy. Yes. Mommy, honestly, if it was left to me, eh, no unspiritual sister will get a beloved. If I were God, I would block, sir. I'll block. I'll block. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, it's sad, Pastor, that rather they are the ones that brothers like. Yeah. And then the girls, the girls who are spiritual, who are into prayer and fasting. You see a girl when she's praying, I I no man is coming. Then the girls who are just they're the ones. But you watch, they'll go out, they'll come back. They'll go out, they'll come back. They'll go, they'll come back. Brothers, brothers, there is an emergency siren and I can hear the sound there's an emergency and it forbids you to marry an unspiritual girl that's forbids you find out does she pray I mean I, I would believe God that one day will come even we pastors will say no we will not officiate a wedding. So, both the lady and the gentleman pay their bride price. Like, apart from what the family, the church is also a family. The church is also a family. Psalm 68, verse 6. He put the solitary in families. This church is it's a spiritual family. Mm. So us in the house, they are receiving panties and braziers and sewing machines. We too in the church, we say, a brother cannot wed a woman till he has brought ten souls and established them for two months. Oh, but it will never happen. It will never happen. Because the girl herself, she will go and collect all her friends and bring them. These, these are my beloved souls. She'll be insulting the pastor. You, you are married, you are with your wife in the house. Me, my, my beloved. You, you, you.
Can you lift your hands? I want us to pray. Pray for yourself that God should heal your heart, heal your madness. Heal. Heal him. Ask the Lord to heal you. Anything that is not consistent with a heart for souls, he should heal you. Lift your hands. We are on. Makaluma Mazandala Babayande. Ritosi Mahandei Babondala Bahanda. Limbri Minosa. Mind the Lord Laba Baba. Heal my heart. Heal my heart, Lord. Heal my heart, Lord. Young man, pray. Your life depends on this. Young girl. Young girl, pray. Young girl, pray. I have disappointed you. I have 
seated and let's end it well number 11 the great being the great being suddenly the miseries agonies quarrels and blasphemies of these poor struggling people in this dark sea moved the pity of the great God so much that he sent a great being to save them. This great being leaped right into the raging sea among the drowning, sinking people where he toiled to rescue them with great cries, tears, and sweat, and bloodied hands. As the great being toiled, he continually cried to those already rescued to help him. I'll take it again, that part. As the great being toiled, he continually cried to those already rescued to help him. My sister, we are the already rescued. You would have been a prostitute at a... Why did they stand in Kumasi here? In Shiaiso. Where? I want you. I can't hear you. Ask counsel. Ask her for. I want you. We are the ones God has rescued. And of course, if pastors are fooling, reverence have become unspiritual. Bishops have disappointed him. Of course, he has to send a great one. That's to say, that great being is the Son Christ, Jesus Christ. He leapt into the sea. But as he is there, doing the work that we should have done, he is still saying in Matthew nine thirty seven that pray ye the Lord of the harvest that he will send more laborers, more laborers. He's still, the fact that Jesus is in the sea collecting the people doesn't mean he doesn't need you. Yeah. Wow. He needs the brother playing instruments. He needs the dancing star. He needs the chorister. He needs the preaching pastor. He needs the sound man. He needs the video guys. He needs the usher. He needs everyone. Everybody's help is needed. Nobody is too big. Nobody is too small. He needs you. Turn to your neighbor and say, he needs you. You. Tell the person, I'm not just, I'm not joking. Say, you. If you know her name or his name, mention the name that you, he needs you. Mention that, I didn't say just say, mention the name, Sister Lucy. You are on the rock. Tell her. Sister Yvonne, you are on the rock. Oh, don't forget where you could have been.
There is very little Jesus can do. There is very little Jesus can do. It's like he can't do much. It's illegal. He needs the agency of pastors and prophets. Today, in this backsliding generation, prophets are men of God who are not into evangelism. Prophets are into car numbers, passport numbers, national ID numbers. Prophets are into uh, what, what, wearing telephone numbers, the last four digits. Lotto numbers, the last four digits of the phone number. That's what prophets are. You will never see a real prophet on a soul winning crusade campaign. No, 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 no. No. Mention his name and I'll tell you you are lying. But in the Bible, in the Bible, when the rich man was being addressed by Abraham, he told him, They have Moses. I was hoping they would say they have got Moses and the pastors. I mean, it would make sense to me. So they have got Moses and the evangelists. So they have Moses and who? Any prophet you know, anyone, even if you are here, that you are not known, like when they mention your name, we don't have an image of crusade. You are a fake prophet. A fake any any prophet mention his name i'll say it with energy that when your name is mentioned we don't have we don't think of a crusade some outreach prophet this there's no outreach that you are not a new testament prophet you are a fake man of god Any pastor you know, the one you mention his name, Pastor Godwin, is human. When you mention his name, you can't, there's even no crusade named after him. He's not a correct pastor. Jesus said, the good shepherd, the good pastor. The shepherd is a pastor. I, I, I hope you know that shepherd is pastor. Yeah. The good shepherd, he leaves the 99 and he goes where? He goes where? Out. A real pastor goes out. Any pastor you know, I don't care what his name is. That you can't, you don't remember that pastor on a crusade stage. But you remember him having conferences, having all night, having this. But this pastor, he's called pastor this. But I don't, I, I, I've never seen him preaching at the crusade. He's not real. <laughs> and I like 99. Because <laughs> 99 is just one member short of 100 just one member short of 100 percent he didn't say the, the pastor leaves the 15. so you so, say oh then but this pastor has a big church 
this pastor has many churches in the country. No, 99 means that. That is the largest numbers you can have. Any pastor of a huge church that you don't know that this pastor has a crusade called Amazing Grace Crusade. Even once a year, he does it. You don't know that about the pastor. He's not real. A good shepherd. A good shepherd. Look, the fivefold ministries, apostle, pastor, prophet, evangelist, teacher, there's not even one of them that should not be evangelistic. I've given you prophet. Eh? Hello? I've given you the rest. We, we those of us in the church, who are, we, we don't do anything. Even our eyes are closed. We don't see any visions. We just preach Matthew 6. Mark 4. The pastor has to go out. So the prophet has to go out. Because Father Abraham said they have Moses and the prophets. The, the, the pastor or the shepherd, the shepherd has to go out. The teacher. I'm sorry. Yes, you are right. Matthew 28. Go ye. Teaching them to observe. So the teacher should, should, must teach in the context of an outreach. Go ye, go ye into all the world, teaching them to observe. So the teaching gift is best manifested in the context of outreaches. Prophet, pastor, teacher, I won't waste my time on apostles. That's a waste of time. Because as for them, they are the saint ones. Hello? They should, they should be in town. Any apostle you know, He's called Apostle this. And the last one is what? Oh, I've mentioned pastor. Uh, evangelist, yeah. <laughs> so there is no one whose ministry doesn't have at the base of it going. No one is mandate there's nobody whose gift allows him to stay in a church having conferences this woman having this conference here have you not shown them your pictures in the north having crusades in kuma you didn't show them you must protect the pictures because she's not just sitting here having conferences i said there's no ministry gift this one is a resident like we have resident pastor this one is resident residential gifts <laughs> residential gifts the teaching gift pastoral gift and the prophetic are the residential gifts nonsense Do you know something? I've got three more, four more, but we are ending now. When we come for the next session, I'm going to continue and let it dovetail into another. Stand to your feet. Clap your hands. Mommy, 
mommy mommy do you have prayer warriors a prayer choir I, uh, I, uh, do you have some here now come to the stage with your microphones with your team is it david why is david pastor david mommy is calling you mommy ma are you alone call them to come you're not into prayer you're into prayer and also wakes We are going to pray. Yes, beautiful. Come, come upstairs. Come upstairs. Come up the rock. There's the rock. Yes, it's not. Aha! Beautiful. If you are looking for a woman to marry, there's the type to marry. This is the type. This is the woman. If she's in your house, she prays. She prays. When you are asleep snoring, she's praying. Many times I'm asleep, my wife is praying. Yes. She prays. But rather, you will bypass her and go and get a sister wearing a chamber pot on her head. The, the wig is on top like a chamber pot. Are you ready to pray? We are praying that the Lord will give us a vision, a heart, a burden. Nigeria will say a burden, a burden. We are praying that God will stir us. Everybody, you yourself, the drums, you should be praying. As I do what? Playing the drums, you'll be doing what? Can you? And pray? Can you? I hope there's nobody going to the toilet at this time. Makata Baba. Madiagagarabazaba. Our hearts are going to be stirred. Zadua. Zadua. Gaba. Zadaba. I'm counting five. Five stands for grace. Yes, and Zechariah 12 talks about the spirit of grace and supplication. Yes, one, yes, two, yes, three, yes, four, yes, five. Begin to pray. Clap your hands and pray. Let's go. 
After me, dear Jesus, dear Jesus, I will obey your call. I will obey your call, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, I will go. I will go. You sent your son. You sent your son. He jumped into the sea. He jumped into the sea. He also needs me. He also needs me. I'm joining him. I'm joining him from today. From today. From today. From today. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed of forgetfulness. Of forgetfulness. I'm healed. I'm healed of a lack of concern. Of a lack of concern. Today. Today. I declare. I declare. I'm a soul winner. I'm a soul winner. I'm concerned. Concerned. I am concerned. I am concerned about the drowning souls. About the drowning souls. I have a feeling. I have a feeling for perishing souls. For perishing souls. Today. Today, 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 my desires, my desires for outreach, for outreach, soul winning, soul winning, new converts, new converts, it's activated, it's activated, it's activated, it's activated. I am not too sick, I am not too sick to win souls, to win souls. I am not too healthy, I am not too healthy to win souls, to win souls. I'm not too small, I'm not too small to win souls, to win souls. I'm not too big, I'm not too big to win souls, to win souls. I'm not too poor, I'm not too poor to win souls, to win souls. I'm not too 
rich. I'm not too rich to win souls. To win souls. I'm a soul winner. I'm a soul winner. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. I'm concerned for the lost. In the name of Jesus. Today, instrumentalists have settled for less. We should be eating on the third floor, but we're on the rubbish dump. Pastors have settled for less. Prophets have settled for less. Pastors have settled for less. I want to say, we will never. So I'm, get a microphone. Mary, come and help me. We will never settle for less. Never. Never settle for less. We know there's more that's found in you. There's more that's found in God. More. Listen, 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 listen. There's more than beloved in God. Pastors, there's more than cars and money and plane tickets and ministry in Amsterdam. There's more that's found in God. There's more. Why is there more? Because there are more souls. More souls. They will not finish. <laughs> you win a thousand souls a day. There will still be more souls. More. But we have settled for the baller. Baller ministry, baller prophetic ministry, baller church membership, baller spirituality. But today we are singing that we will never settle because we know that there is more that's found. Sing it, my dear. And we will never settle for less. We know. There's more that's found in you. Can you play it? Do you know the song? And we will never settle for less. We know. We know there's more that's found in you. And we will never. And we will never settle for less. We know. We know. We will never settle for less, everyone.
Press more that's found in you. It's in you. It's in you, Lord. It's in you, Lord. We know there's more that's found in you. Somebody online, I don't know who you are, but I'm, I'm now going to pray for you. You know that Jesus Christ is not the Lord of your life. And today you want to say that, Lord, I'm drowning, rescue me. I'm happy that the great one also came. The great being, Jesus, save me. I'm lost. I'm drowning. I'm about to die. I play church and church and church. I'm drowning. Pray for me, Pastor. Lift your hands and I want to pray for you wherever you are. Say after me, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Today. Today. I surrender my life to you. I surrender my life to you. I know I am a sinner. I know I am a sinner. I've gone far from you. I've gone far from you. I'm dirty. I'm dirty. I'm dirty. I'm dirty. My soul is dirty. My soul is dirty. I've destroyed my life. I've destroyed my life. But I know you can repair me. But I know you can repair. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Save me. Save me. And make me your child. And make me your child. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For this great privilege. For this great privilege. To be born again. To be born again. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I pray. I pray. Amen. Amen.